We pray. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. God's word of truth for us today comes in the last two verses of 2 Peter, which contain a final warning that judgment day is coming, even though people deny it, while God delays in mercy. Reading from chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Knowledge is power, they say. What does that mean? If you have the right information and learn to use it in the right way, you can be successful. It's a reason why colleges will have certain programs designed to provide this right information for people to have a successful career in certain fields. Today I see students at school with access to the very best information there, there is. God has told you, as previous chapel speakers have mentioned over the course of the semester, God has told you how it all turns out in the end. You not only know that Judgment Day is coming and what's going to happen on that day and beyond, you also know how to survive it. Or to put it more positively, what it takes to make your final day on earth a very good day for you. You have been told, in addition to what I just said, about a fierce opposition standing in the way, fighting against us. There is no doubt that the enemy of God is the enemy of you and me. Make no mistake, the devil will try anything he can, while he can, to ruin us spiritually, to, if possible, steal you and me completely away from the Lord who bought us. Well, I'm happy to tell you that there is a set limit on how much he can do. He cannot enter your heart and turn off your faith like flipping a switch. His only recourse is to lure us out with some sort of trap. So, as we learn from the Bible and human experience, he brings temptations of all kinds, as well as false teaching, in the hope that we step out away from God, away from the truth of his word. In this cause of Satan, he has many helpers, platforms, venues, devices, to set that trap, to bring the error of the wicked, as Peter puts it. He can use the latest fad, popular trends in our culture, access to the internet, 
the baited hook of Satan can show up right on your favorite electronic device. Eventually, you will be around people who have bought into the error of the wicked, and they talk like it. They expect you to agree with them when they say, it's okay to live this way as long as I don't hurt somebody else in the process. They expect you to tolerate what God has called sinful. Thankfully, though we are surrounded by such helpers of Satan, we have a very powerful countermeasure. It's our constant calling from God that we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Growth in that grace and knowledge of Christ will mean, first of all, that we grow in the sense, our own sense of how much we need that grace. As you learn in the Bible what God expects of you as his children, when you and I study that closely and carefully, we come to a painful realization that we all, to a person, are weak because of the flesh. And we see how much, how often you and I sin against him and each other. But we don't write that off under the category of everyone makes mistakes. That would be an unacceptable excuse, part of the error of the wicked. Rather, we learn to take this seriously and realize that we still need today, tomorrow, and all the days to the end. We still need God's forgiveness in Christ. So it's with healthy awareness of our ongoing problem with sin that we also know where to go to get the healing, the recovery, the growth. It's back to the cross where all your sins and mine, our weaknesses and failures are covered with holy blood and thus blotted out, removed from God's sight. Growing in the grace and knowledge of Christ will also mean a growth in the certainty of it. When you better understand and dwell on what God has done for you through His Son, Jesus, and in you through the Holy Spirit, the better you understand what kind of God you have. You have a God who cared that much about you to do that much for you. Well, that kind of God who makes that kind of sacrifice based on that kind of commitment does not abandon his people, ever. He will not lie to you or hold back blessing from you, all because of his grace to you in Christ. This spiritual growth that we pursue at this school, Emmanuel, or at Messiah Lutheran Church, or at your home congregation, will involve... A daily process. It's not an automatic thing. On a daily basis, we're exhorted to hear the word attentively, read the Bible carefully, think about its contents prayerfully, commit to memory those doctrines and the passages which support them. Use that very good information for your own spiritual good and that of other people. But also realize that the success of the process does not depend on you, the student, or on the teacher, be it pastor or professor. God does the growing. 
He's the key to the whole thing. As he leads you through this process that he put in place, he will grow the knowledge you have in your mind as well as the faith you have in your heart, which makes the whole endeavor so promising, so worthwhile, and eternally satisfying. With today before us and the final day in view, let's make it our common goal, our our prayer, that we all together may grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, now and forever. Amen. We'll close our worship today singing hymn 50, the first and third stanzas, stanzas 1 and 3 of hymn 50.